Painkiller Nearly, episode 210. We're back. I'm yes, home. and on the cusp of a drinking episode. Uh, now, I'm curious, what are you guys leaning? Now, I see a look of excitement in, in one pair of eyes <laughs> and a look of dread in another. <laughs> My last two times drinking alcohol were both drinking episodes. I swear, it's like the only reason I consume it. And put that into perspective. What, two drinking episodes ago? Literal years. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I you're like a... I bet it was 2016, you know, two drinking episodes ago. It probably was. Yeah, so you, you drink on average once a year Not for this year. a podcast. You guys yeah. are really ramping it up. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty um, soon we're going to have you up to like one every nine months. You know, <laughs> then you got to be getting careful. Yeah. You don't want to overdo it. I, so what are you guys thinking about drinking? What's your go-to? Yeah, I'm looking forward time. to it. Um, I've got a, I've been drinking uh, Bloody Marys. I, uh, I got some Charleston Bloody Mary mix. It's nice and spicy, and I've been mixing that with vodka. But I think if I'm going to be drinking a lot of it, that might be a huge fucking mistake. It'll be a colorful vomit. Yeah, right? And it's going to be like, I don't know, may, maybe like horrible heartburn and like burn on the way up. So I may just drink the vodka straight and just chase it with something. Yeah, think about uh, how shitty you're going to feel with that much acidy tomato juice sitting yeah. in your stomach. Yeah, and it's not just acidy. It's like there's a lot of pepper and spices like in there. Like, like, you can, like when you shake the glass, like you can see how much stuff is in there. I don't, I don't think that's a good idea for this much drinking. So I'll probably... It, this is from a guy who drank Kahlua and cream one drinking episode. So <laughs> like I'm not really your... Your uh, your mentor on this thing. You don't taste the vodka at all. It's that just like great. if you like spicy V eight, like uh, that's what this is. You know, it's a third vodka, two thirds uh, mix, and uh, and that like I I'm I, you know do like a rocks glass of that and enjoy one of those while I eat at night or whatever or play some games or something. And I, I I've been really liking those. You really love tomato juice though. I like, like tomato juice. Love it. I like uh, I like V eight. Uh, specifically, I really like it if it's spicy. So, uh, but yeah, I'm just going to drink straight vodka most likely. Um, yeah, I think that's the plan right now. We need to go up with some drinking games. So, um, you know, if you guys are listening to this, uh, maybe put some comments on the YouTube video or something like that. Think of a, not necessarily a drinking game because people are going to take that literally. They're going to be like, oh, well, no, like, like think of a drinking game specific to our show and kind of the flow that it normally takes. Like if, if person A does... X, Y, and or Z, they drink. Actually, or, or can something I like for a that. Second? I think I need to turn my volume of touch. I've been watching videos about this. Uh, th there's one called Truth or Drink. Have you heard of this? Is, no, is I think I can put the pieces together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I bet you, I bet you've got it. Um, yeah, there's a YouTube channel called Cut, and uh, they do these drinking games. And what's interesting is they get like X's or engaged couples or something like that to to do it and I, I, you know what i should link you one or two to give you the spirit of it and maybe we could replicate it i don't know if sure. that's going to work for us though because okay. it's not like we're very conservative uh in what we share on this show right like, like I, I feel like we're just going to be telling <laughs> truths that we would have are told anyway all night and like nobody's going to be drinking especially you you're like oh, i'll admit to whatever i don't yeah. care as long as i don't have to drink this poison yeah <laughs> yeah i do hear where you're coming that's from true. Yeah, yeah I raped the dog. with that game will be lie at any cost. Yeah. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm attracted to men, like for real. Sure. Can I th- can I pour this out? If I say I'm really into it, can I, can I pour the all <laughs> <Yeah>. out like, <laughs> right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would be stone cold sober at the end of that show. I I can see <laughs> yeah. you coming from. I well, you know what? I will link you a video or two and okay. see if you still don't like the idea. I think yeah. uh, what a lot of them would like is if we get kind of little idiosyncratic things that we all do, like oh, every time Taylor uses this word or like that I use a lot, or every time Kyle says. You know, one of your many catchphrases, or every time faggot. Woody gets a gets a name wrong. Yeah, every time Kyle says "faggot," we got a drink. Uh, and you better believe, by the end of that episode, that's going to be a rapid fire drinking machine. From if we say uh, the faggot rule with Kyle, so little things like that. Yeah. Be thinking about. I'm going to put it on my Twitter and hopefully get some of your guys' good ideas. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to do beer or hard alcohol. Beer. Beer not not like option, a light, sir. not like a light beer, like a more a stronger beer. No, 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 no. It's, if you want to chase your your liquor with a with a nice ten percent Russian ale or 10%. something, yeah, that's what my roommates used to always bring home. They'd have these l- glass liter bottles of like some honey Russian beer, and it would just be black as night and just strong as fuck, and I could never finish one. An imperial. Or whatever they call them. Yeah, I don't know the, what they those were. Those are they're terrible. Saying. But okay, well, if, if we're set on hard alcohol, then I'll do, I guess I'll do vodka. I'll pick some up uh, tomorrow. I, I feel slightly day. abandoned. I, I'm following your Grand Gala advice from last episode because I still have it. Mm-hmm. But you've left me at Grand Gala solo. It's not the right alcohol anymore? Uh, I, I, I mean, I have vodka here. I already have like a nice bottle of Tito's vodka here. that I and, and so I don't have any Grand Gala. So uh, and it's it's also a lot of sugar and it's very syrupy and uh, it did make me quite ill last time I drank a lot of it so I think I'm gonna go definitely gonna go with vodka I'm gonna go order See, the the move here Woody is get vodka and then get like sparkling water or flavored sparkling water seltzer water something like that to mix it with. And that way you're kind of hydrating as you go. Those are two things I don't like. <laughs> How can okay. this be a good well, idea? Well, <laughs> then mix it, mix it with a beverage of your choice. Orange that's, juice? That's not... Oh, no. See, you're going to have the worst acid reflux in, on the world if you're drinking that much orange juice over the course of a night. So... I think you're I'm tri- already th- sweating. It's clear that I'm not prepared for this episode, that I don't know I- what I'm doing. I'm going to go to the subreddit and ask for drinking advice because there were people that gave me good drinking advice. Like, just drink and have fun and don't worry so much about whether you're drinking enough just enjoy they they, mm-hmm. they had this light-hearted enjoyable measure like way of drinking as opposed to the metric oriented fashion that i use where i count fluid ounces and sweat and numbness i you need a shot glass that yeah. is that is what you need you need a shot glass they are pennies of uh, cost uh, at, at virtually any my grocery store has them like Ingles has them there's like a a, pla- a place by the sodas I think that has them you need a shot glass so we can keep that legit if I were you um, I would I would have a chaser and I think the best chaser for vodka like like especially vodka. I don't want something really syrupy well I mean if I'm just if you were to go to I, you know I would chase it with ginger ale that's that's what I'm going to do probably is is have vodka and ginger ale. And just, you know, shoot the vodka and then chase it with a little bit of ginger ale and drink a shitload of water this time. Yeah. I drank a liter of water last time and that was a liter and a half and that was not enough. Uh, so I'm going to maybe drink like a liter before the show, I guess. I don't want to get sick this time. And Last show no. afterwards, I felt bad 
the show before that, I wished I was dead. That was yeah. the one there. It was truly awful. I spent the entire night on the tile floor. The cold of the tile. Oh, it was so delightful, the cold tile floor. <laughs> and then I woke up to the subreddit saying I didn't drink. I was just like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, like, it's uh, funny, like the little things when you're that wasted that like you would never just go into your bathroom and be like, man, what a comfortable cold tile. I'm going to lay here. But uh-huh. then when you're wasted, you're like, oh, it's a little treat. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was so happy the, the tile was so cold and like. I was vomiting, and then it was like, well, like uh, there's no way I can make it back to the the bed and expect not to be vomiting 45 seconds from now. So I'll just rest here for a while until we're certain this is passed, which turned mm-hmm. out to be the next morning around 5 a.m. So it's, I think vodka's the move for all of us. If I'm, you're going to, or, or he's not going to like vodka. I'm going to do Grand Gala. Vodka reminds me of my high school yeah. drinking, and that wasn't good. It was awful stuff. I just choked down. It's the more sugary the beverage is, the, the more is. <laughs> uh, the next day you're going to wish you hadn't have it. Like you didn't have it. Yeah, I'll I, that. That. Uh, I don't know. I hear that. Um, all I really know for sure is that cheap tequila is literally, literally has poison in it. Um, it's, you know, it's, 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 if it, if it doesn't say a hundred percent agave, then it's like, Half of it is like some sort of cheap, cheap grain alcohol with impurities in it. And that's why tequila, everybody's like, oh, not tequila. As if like tequila has some something in it that makes you crazy. No, no, there's nothing about tequila. There's something about cheap tequila like Jose Cuervo that, yeah. that really fucks you over. Hmm. Uh, so I, but I'm, I'm probably just, I really like Tito's vodka. I think it's fucking tasty. I might get uh, is, some olives or something. Is that a Mexican vodka? No. No, it's Texas. Yeah, Texan. it's made in um, Austin. It's, I, see, uh, I've it's, never had a vodka that I was like, oh, maybe, that's tasty. I've just I'm had smooth. In 2011, but I'm like, he'll drink a Russian vodka, obviously. <laughs> I mean, well, Stoli's pretty good. Stolichnia. No, I like, uh, I really do like the, the Tio's vodka. Um, I had it like five, six years ago for the first time. And, uh, and it's cheap for what it is. It's so cheap for what it is. And it's, it's literally my favorite. I, I, I definitely prefer it over like the better vodkas, uh, the more expensive vodkas, I should say. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's my favorite vodka. So uh, I'll probably drink that. Do we and, know the guest? Uh, no. Um, but yeah, some sort of a, a drinking game would be fun. But of course, like a timer that's going off like maybe every 20 minutes for a shot. Because, um, so, you know, every 20 minutes a shot for four hours is, is only uh, 16 shots. I obviously can't do that. <laughs> I got things to do on Friday. <laughs> no, yeah, you do, actually. I, I mean, you, I could be I hospitalized from the last drinking that. episode. When I woke up from the last one, I, I was so drunk, I forgot to put my fucking retainer in and woke up the next morning. It was just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go to work. And I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. <laughs> and I was like, in my head, I'm like, fucking Woody and Kyle probably asleep right now, sons of bitches. Like, <laughs> as I'm standing up getting ready and I go in the bathroom brushing my teeth. Something feels a little different on my toothbrush. And I like spit and do the kind of thing. It's like, oh, what do you, what do you know? Cracked off part of your front tooth, did you? You drunk asshole. And so that's the price I paid for the last drinking episode. You may have paid the highest price. I may have. Uh, (laughs) I I always thought I did. Oh. (laughs) What? It was beyond discomfort. So, yeah, uh, drinking episodes should be fun. I I hope that we've got a a guest who's, uh, who's savvy. 
and is down to get uh get good and drunk. Um, that that would be that would be ideal. I but think we'll the ideal guest would not be savvy, but still down to get drunk, much like me every episode. I think that's what I want. Another drinking rookie over their heads, just drowning on the show. That's who you want. Someone Tucker who- was too fucking hardcore for us. I thought Tucker was. He didn't seem drunk, mm-hmm. and he cert- the next day, eight a.m. Tucker was like. <laughs> Let's start another wonderful day. <laughs> we'll see, but like, and like, someone on the subreddit was keeping track of the drinks in like a loose way. By like, it gets to, by the time it's in like later in the show, you're not actually pouring out shots, you're just kind of eyeballing it, which could be a little less, a little more. I was drinking from and the bottle. I, I saw on there because, like, at the time, Kyle's right. I was like, man, Tucker doesn't seem that drunk, and I probably weigh 50 pounds more than him, you know, and I feel pretty tipsy right now. And I looked at that counter, and I was like, this can't be right. He beat me. He drank more than me, with fifty pounds less. Yeah. Like, and the next morning, like he tweeted something I saw, like in the middle of the day, and like in case you missed it, it was like another great morning or like some (laughs) some more shit. And I was like, Jesus, he's he's the man. He is a. We need to not bring him on drinking episodes anymore. He makes us look bad. Who would be good? I like. I I don't know, but I'm guessing Quibblecop can't drink a lot. He's small. He's super skinny, yeah, and he runs a lot, so I doubt he does much drinking regularly. Interesting. Yeah, he'd be a good one. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun as always. And uh, and and yeah, Taylor and I, uh, or I guess all of us, uh, should should definitely try to think of some ways to incorporate it into the show. I think drinking games are, you know, a drinking game that lasts the whole show doesn't make any sense. But some way of incorporating. Um, the drinks into the show that could go the full show mm-hmm. uh, would, be, would be nice. What might be kind of fun is if a fan of the show put together a, um, like a bingo that, you know, like a drinking episode bingo, if that makes any sense, you know, Woody's face starts sweating, Taylor, whatever <laughs> says shenanigans. I'm not sure. <laughs> Damn it. You're right. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, just a thought. Yeah. So that'll be uh, that'll definitely be fun. Uh, so, quite oh, a few things in the in the news today. Obviously, uh, see, everyone's talking about my paramotor video upload. I mean, that's how you you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> uh, did you see uh, Louis C.K. is performing again? Finally, yeah, yeah. I, I wish that there were video of it, even even if it were cell phone video, because I want to know if he. Uh, I, I bet he made fun of himself like right off the start. Um, I, I bet he, he mentioned the whole, uh, masturbation thing and made it funny. Uh, and, and, uh, and I'd like to see it. I wish I, if he came up with a special right now, I'd be eagerly, uh, you know, clicking the button to watch Dude, that thing. You guys are probably too young for this, but way back in the day in like the eighties or nineties, um, Pee Wee Herman was huge. He yeah. like, he was giant and he had Pee Wee Herman's big adventure and everyone was crazy about it. Like the tequila dance he did was like a cultural icon and like everyone's doing it like at the arcade on the boardwalk. He was just omnipresent in American culture. And then like between movies, he gets caught masturbating in an adult theater. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. So suddenly the children's star of the, of America or the world becomes persona non grata and his career (laughs) ends and it's over what, and what have you. So, like, I don't know, two years go by and everyone's making jokes about it. And it's, you know, this, like, it's, it's lame and it's nonstop and it's, you know, endless bullying. So he goes on this award show 
And the first thing that I've heard him say in two years is like, so, heard any good jokes lately? Owned it. Owned it. And it was so great. Everyone was like cheering for him. We went nuts because like he knew what was going on and he knew everyone was making peewee jokes. And I would love to see Louis C.K. treat it the same way. Like, yeah, you know, like anyone here want to consent or whatever he's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh <laughs> Own Look it. at the front row. You all filled out your consent forms, right? Yeah, yeah. He's going to be like one of those Gallagher shows. Yeah, he could hand out those like splash guards or raincoats or something to the front row in case things get spilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, so apparently when he went out on stage, everybody was like uproarious. Like, yeah, yeah, Louie. But as can be predicted on social media, it was the exact opposite uh, reaction where it was like, I can't believe they brought him back. He's a, he's basically a rapist, <laughs> you know? And it's like, still like, and people be like, it's crazy that, you know, you know, now that Louis CK is back only a matter of time to Weinstein space, you're back too. It's like, God, you fucking liars. You liars. Not at all the same. Like yeah, he's it, definitely going to come he back. He did not do anything nearly as egregious and and people always act like you know he was really powerful like he could make or break careers he was snapping fingers making decisions really this happened in the early 2000s he didn't have enough influence to get his own career rolling and he was going to pull triggers and pull strings to ruin the careers of these people i don't buy it yeah i uh i think i think he's definitely gonna make a comeback he's definitely gonna have a big special that'll uh, come out it's uh, i wonder where who will take his special though like like will netflix run his special will it will it be on like hulu or will it be on demand somewhere will it be an hbo special like like who's gonna step out and and be like yeah we're in the louis ck business a few years ago i think he released one independently on his own where he was like hey it's here for a download and all i ask is like please don't pirate it it's totally within your power if you wanted to but please pay me five dollars when you download it i saw that and i remember Alder it being it. huge he made he made more than he would have because he wasn't having to pay uh, money to the um, the production company, like he did it all himself. I remember it differently. I, I remember him oh. explaining that because uh, people were like, "That thing didn't make any money, and it wasn't good. It wasn't funny, stuff like that." And he's like, "All right, all right, it, it didn't make a lot of money yet, but you guys have no idea how valuable owning this property is. Like, I own these whole shows, and and you know." It's not Seinfeld, but you know Seinfeld sold for like a billion dollars fifteen years later. He will continue to sell that and resell it and make money on it eventually. He believes that's how I remember it going down. Okay, you might be right. Um, I but, do remember it was a surprise to people where they're like, "No, you fool! It's the internet. No one's gonna pay." And then more people than expected did pay. Did you buy it? Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch that one until it came out for free on YouTube. So nope. Saw it early. I think I bought it. I think it was really cheap. Like, I think you even maybe got to choose how much you paid. I might have paid five dollars for all of it or, or no, something. If that was his 2012 special. I think I did buy it. Okay, but anyway. it wasn't a special. The one I'm talking about. It was this thing where he played a maybe a bartender that he inherited. And oh, it's... that's his TV show. Are we not yeah. talking about the same thing? No, 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 no about no. A, a special. So he did that thing with a special where he released it on his own and had him pay. I, I don't, I'm not familiar with his show, really. I watched a few episodes of uh, either Lucky Louie or Louie. Yeah, you're talking about the special with uh, Steve Buscemi and all those guys on the Yeah, I take it back it now. I remember it like Taylor does. Like, the, the special, he did crush it on that. And it changed his whole life financially. And it, like Taylor's 100% right. The TV show that, that we're talking about now, that was the one where he feels like it'll pay off eventually. Yeah. I, we were on a different page. But yeah. Yeah, that was dark as shit. That was super dark. And it, like, there was. 
very little funny in that whole thing. The, the, I, it was just sad. He tells you it's different, that it's not funny. And I was like, oh, he probably means maybe he's being modest. No, no, he wasn't going for funny. And, and every step of it was just like more hopeless problems without solutions. It was yeah, way that's... too up his own ass. Like all of his oh? shows are shit. Louie, oh. Lucky Louie, Edna and Irma or, you know, whatever the fuck that one is with Steve Muscemi. Like they're terrible. They're, they're almost unwatchably <laughs> unfunny because it's like a them. dude doing like artistic style stuff. And it's like, Louie, you tell dick jokes. The person you are is the guy who was shooting this on Opie, Opie and Anthony for, for years. The hilarious dude. And now you decided that's not enough. I'm going to be this, you know, art house film director who just isn't very good at it. Like it. I haven't heard any Louis C.K. fans rave about his shows ever. It's always the stand-up they like. I have a hard time with Louis to begin with. I don't. I, I think like I, I've seen all of his specials, and like I don't know. I think like a twenty percent of the jokes make me laugh, or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I, I I like his interviews. I like him on the off the cuff. I think mm-hmm. he's very funny that way. I, like when he's on the Stern show talking about having sex with a dog, like when he's a kid. Like I, I'm laughing my ass off. But when he's when he's doing his actual stand-up, like, half the time, I'm just like, oh, let's you see, know, uh, hour me, divided by one <laughs> funny joke every ten minutes. Louis C.K., to me, follows the same trajectory that so many great comics do. Like, the first special, oh, my God, this guy rules comedy. He's the best ever. Second special, that was good. I enjoyed it. I like that dude. Third, fourth, fifth special, just it, it's not like it used to be. Bill Burr, I could say the same thing. And I like these guys. I root for them. I want them to have great specials, but you know, they just don't seem to keep getting better. I like, you John know who Mulvaney. I really like? Oh, John Mulaney's good. His most recent special wasn't as good, which fits right into your, uh, your I fucking didn't... paradigm there. Mm. And, uh, my favorite guy right now is Norm Macdonald. Yeah. Cause he is, he is so fucking funny. I was listening to, <laughs> as I was playing, uh, some video games last night, I was listening on, uh, to an old Opie and Anthony with him, where enragingly Jimmy pushes him out of the studio so fucking boring-ass Brock Lesnar can come in, and he, he still gets shit from the ONA community to this day of like, why'd you have to push Norm out? Because Norm is hilarious. And Norm was saying, like, like making fun of the fact that like he'd just gotten back on TV, this was like a decade ago, and he's like, yeah, you know, on Netflix they just find some average-looking female and throw him up there, give him a special. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, they're not quite as funny. And he goes, oh, but that's Sarah Silverman, you know. She's hilarious. You know, who's funnier than her? And they're like, yeah, she is really funny. He goes, well, except dudes. That's <laughs> 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 a great joke. And a pretty good impression. It's, it's His, hilarious. He's so a, he was on SNL. He had the weekend update. Uh, he had the weekend update uh, desk. That was his. And he was going after OJ every single week. Every single week, he had at least one OJ joke, maybe two or three. And the uh, the guy, one of the uh, NBC executives, very good friends with OJ Simpson. They golf together. He believes OJ's innocent. They are very good friends. And uh, and and he goes to 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 what's his name that runs uh, SNL. And he's like, hey, that needs to stop. Lauren Michaels, maybe. Lauren Michaels. And he's like, that needs to stop. It doesn't stop. <laughs> They fire him from the show. They fire him from the show. That's why? So, yeah. So like a year later, he comes back to host, right? And he's got the an, um, his monologue is hilarious. You know it wasn't approved. Their monologues are always like pre-approved. He's, he's like, a year ago, I was so not funny. 
They fired me. Now I'm so funny. I'm hosting. So either <laughs> I got a lot more funny or this show fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, he has he has some of the funniest quotes that are like take you a second because they're insulting. He's like, oh, well, you know, I, I think most clever people think that poor people are stupid. It's like... Like just little little things. <laughs> <laughs> like just like and he puts people in uncomfortable situations. Like he watch his stand up and follow his Twitter. He is one of the fun him and Colin Quinn have two of the funniest Twitter accounts out there. Like they, I, it's such a shame neither of them have more reach than they do. I feel like I like Norm McDonald's when you guys imitate his highlights than I actually like Norm McDonald's. Norm McDonald's to me is like the porn equivalent of one of those boob reveals on Reddit. Where, for some reason, a woman inexplicably takes, like, 25 seconds to show her boobs. It takes fucking forever, and the payoff is so-so. That's a Norm McDonald's joke. Like, he just... He, he, no S. He is proud. Norm McDonald? Okay. That's a Norm McDonald joke. He is proud of the fact that it takes him, like, I don't know, four minutes to get to the punchline. And then when you're done, it was, eh. Let's watch this clip. Mm -hmm. this, okay. This is one of my, this is one of my favorite uh, jokes from uh, SNL. One moment, please. He, oh man, he makes them laugh at this joke, even though they don't want to. That's the best part. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready, yeah, set, ready. play. Percentage in these pie graphs do not add up to one hundred percent because the math was done by a woman. <laughs> For those of you hissing at that joke, it should be noted that that joke was written by a woman. So. <laughs> Now you don't know what the hell to do, do <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. We don't hire women. <laughs> Wildly overrated. That was so, so funny. What? Yeah. Oh, I, I think his style of humor is, is hysterical. Like, he intentionally makes people uncomfortable, but in an odd way where it's not, like, cringe uncomfortable. It's like all of I never watch him and feel that feeling of discomfort in my stomach where I'm viscerally embarrassed for someone else. You know, like I watch him and I get a kick out of how he is putting that feeling into the people who are there physically with him because I can't imagine the kind of energy he puts off. He's just very funny, dude. It seems like the funniest comedians either sell out like what he was saying and become kind of shitty and milk toast or they just never get that big. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of Norm. Uh, I like it. I like the, I like the movies he's been in. I I, I like his delivery. Uh, I like those stories he tells that are very long, and uh, and and the uh, the the, the mop. you know the, the person host the yeah the mop one. I like the one about um, uh, Johnny. John, they're, 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 the kids are telling um, the teacher a story that has like a moral to it, and uh, and you know each. One kid's like tells the story about like don't put all your eggs in one basket, and one of them's like don't. It tells a story that's about uh, don't count your chickens before they hatch, and then he tells the story about his uncle Johnny who was in Vietnam and killed all the villagers and everything. And it's just Jesus Christ! By the time you get to the end of that thing, it goes on for a while. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's it, but it's it's fucking worth it. It's so bizarre. He's he, he's he's definitely unique. There there's nobody else who does exactly what he does. Let's mm -hmm. yeah, uh. Um, Let's watch this uh, this this quick little body cam video here. I saw this earlier today. It's on the Police Activity Channel. Uh, I think I got it time stamped, so you might want to yeah. like, click it and then pause it at like two o two. If anyone so, wants to 
watch this at home. Take her out like body cam captures Utah cop shooting burglary suspect. I'm ready. This lady uh, had been breaking into cars and she's holding a screwdriver and she has been told to drop this screwdriver for two minutes now. All All right, right, let's watch. Ready, set, play. Take her out like last time. Do you want me to take her out like last time? What? Pretty good angle for a body camera. That's rare. Huh. Uh, didn't she's work, wearing did too it. many clothes, I guess. She's mocking him. They're okay, both that's trying. all I got for Taser. Drop the, hey, drop the screwdriver. Is that a gun gun? Yep. Get on the ground! Get on the ground! <laughs> drop the nut! Drop it! Drop it! Lay back! What did you Get think back. was going to happen? Get back! I didn't know we were going to go from there to there. Yeah. Cedar, 6W2, shots yeah. fired, one down, we need EMS. I don't like this shooting. Okay. You got another one. Shot her in the leg. She's got, she's got uh, a screwdriver in her hand, she wouldn't Get drop it. She's got more in her pocket. Get shot in the leg. Get your other hand out. Yeah, I don't mind. She wasn't complying. She was told many times. She tried to tase, mocked them, made it clear she wasn't going to stop being a threat. Yeah, the Iron County a attorney uh, determined that the officer who shot and wounded the woman suspected in the car burglary in uh, Parowan in June was not legally justified, but they say the officer will not face criminal charges. <laughs> I don't, I, that's not one of the choices. <laughs> not legally justified, but we're cool with it. Yeah, I do agree with that. That is weird where they're like, eh, wasn't above board, but. <laughs> we suspended it for three days. We we're pay. on vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a long weekend out of it. At his request, we wrapped it around the 4th of July just so we exactly. could have 10 days in a row offers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, fuck her. He, like, he'd been there for a while. She's, she, she wouldn't put the screwdriver down. She won't obey, she won't obey, instru- obey instructions. She gets shot in the leg. Yeah, yeah. just for future reference, she, this kind of video is not good content for PKN because so many people listen to it audio only. Oh. But, um... Uh, they should fork over the fucking money then. Or, <laughs> or get the fuck out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Subscribe, donate, or get the fuck out. I think that's what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of split on that. Like, I, what else was he supposed to do? I don't know, but it seems like he could have tried talking to her, reasoning with her. I, I feel like you have to be pretty fucking. I think that's what Kyle's toxically saying. Toxically masculine. To, we uh, started that late because that's all that it was. Is put it down, put yeah, it down. It's two put minutes it down, of that. I'm gonna tase you. Put it down. I'm gonna tase you, and it's just. Like, none of that. It's just, you know, it. Let's. I know we shot her in the leg, but let's pretend he was using lethal force there. She hadn't quite earned death yet, in my opinion. I I think that maybe he jumped the gun a little bit on that. She definitely didn't deserve death for that. But when it's that close... She won't be jumping anything anymore. Yeah, he shot her right (laughs) in her, like, paintball pants, whatever the fuck she was wearing. Yeah. Yeah, I got her good. She bleeds a little afterwards. He puts a tourniquet on her. It's no big deal. She's fine. Oh, he's nice after all. I, I just... It's like I keep saying, she wasn't lunging, she wasn't, a screwdriver is not the kind of weapon that instantly kills. I, I didn't think the cops had the kind of threat that justifies shooting. And I'm, I feel like I line up with the police 80% of the time. That, that's, that's where I land. I think I'm just a little conformist in that way. Like, whatever they did was probably right. But this woman was kind of just standing there. Maybe. Even, even while tasing her, she didn't do anything aggressive. Yeah, I'm glad he shot her. <laughs> I hope she's got a limp now. 
Kyle doesn't even think it's merely appropriate. He's actively happy. <laughs> the yeah. woman was shot. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she needed it. She absolutely needed it. Like, like, like. I, I hate those people who are just like. First of all, obey the fucking instructions. But, but then when they're just like, I'm not going to obey your instructions. I'm going to stand here with a screwdriver. Come on, take it from me. Come on, take it from me, big man. Like, like when they start talking shit to the cops and the cops are standing there with their fucking Batman utility belt of ass kicking. <laughs> you're retarded. You're retarded. Like, you need to be removed from the from the general populace anyway. I, I, I'd have been okay if you. I would have I, I liked mean, it if they had some backup pepper spray. If, if they had pepper sprayed her, nice. I'd have been on their team a hundred percent. Go ahead, pepper spray that bitch. Baton time. I you know I, I like when they beat him with a baton. I always enjoy <laughs> that. I, I remember that. I'll never forget the cop the cop on the TV show Cops who mm. brought out the nunchucks. I he didn't had know fucking that. Nunchucks. And he and fucking fucking whacking the person in the back of the legs while they're running Police with nunchucks. nunchucks? You, know who would, you know who would get their ass beat if I had nunchucks? You. Me. Yes. It's yeah. proven by every time I played with them. <laughs> Dude, there is no weapon that is more dangerous to fuck around with than nunchucks. Like, I know. You know I, we watched the Ninja Turtles and... Dude was watch Bruce Lee. He's just you get him out and you're just ow. Yeah, they're so hard. Why is the wood so hard? What kind of wood is this hard? It's like steel. And like I I catch things all the time and I don't hit things with my fingertips. Yet suddenly when I'm trying this shit, I'm nothing but fingertips and elbows and skull. If If I'd rather have like a really long stick I could find in the woods as an alternative to a real weapon, like a nunchuck, I think it's indicative of the fact that weapon sucks. It's a yeah. shit-tier weapon that probably some, like, smarmy uh, Japanese dude invented, you know, thousands of years ago, because he wanted to look cool. What does swarmy actually mean? Uh, smarmy. Okay, like, uh, what does that like actually being, mean? <laughs> like being smug, being like, oh, everybody else was like, oh, use a, these are halibut. Like, really cool, practical stuff. And he's like, mm, that's not good enough for me. I'm going to use these sticks that have chains between it. And they're like, oh, it's never good enough for Hitokyo. <laughs> like, like, <no. laughs> okay. like, that's the kind of, like, like it, he was, he had to be Mr. Special in his Japanese warrior school. Mm. Is my is a historically based yeah. assumption. <laughs> Somehow trying to prove that nunchucks are better than katanas. Yeah, it's like, you know, picture him as the kind of guy who devoted his whole life to if if you devoted your whole life to training with nunchucks, it you'd be like that guy who devoted his whole life to like studying energy, where then he fights the jujitsu guy, and then it's either you double down and ignore the cognitive dissonance of like, oh my god, my whole life has been a lie. I'm not actually a magic man, or you know, you actually have to come to terms with it and be like, wow, my whole life has been has been wasted. And so most people are gonna deny it in that circumstance, I would think. Anyway, nunchucks. You know, hmm. I, I I've been thinking about this Conor McGregor fight. I I'm mm-hmm. gonna bet on Conor. I, I think Conor's got this. I, I I've I've lost all. I, just just I, I'm definitely 100 percent on Team Conor. Uh, okay. I, I think he's gonna win. Explain. Uh, I, I I just don't. I think Khabib's too slow. I think that too he's, hittable. Uh, People say that. I I think his chin. You know, I, I watched. I rewatched the Al Iaquinta fight mm-hmm. uh, last night, and I was Conor's gonna destroy. If, so if let he, me if, let me just make he a fights like argument. that. He's dead. So. In that fight, um, Khabib was sort of trying to make a point that he had a stand-up game. Everyone agrees Al Alaquinta has a good stand-up game. It's the best part of his game. And Khabib actually beat him at stand-up, too. He had his wrestling in his back pocket that he didn't use the whole time. He could have become a panic wrestler and won that fight. But he won it on his feet against a good stand-up guy. 
Yeah, I I don't think he is a good stand-up guy. I think he's more of a wrestler, and oh, I, 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 I and he's also like barely in the top ten. I don't even know if he is in the top. He, he's definitely in the top ten now, but he wasn't at the time. He was like eleventh or something. Dude sells fucking houses for a living. Conor <laughs> McGregor's the most. It has the best stand-up in the fucking in fucking MMA. I think he's going he's on, to yeah, not could be the fuck out. And if they get to the ground, like 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 Conor's dangerous from the bottom. Conor's gonna be putting elbows on the top of that dude's head, splitting him open. I don't think Khabib is going to take him down more than once or twice, and I don't think he's going to be able to capitalize if he does the way he he made he did against say Michael Johnson or somebody like that. And Connor hits a hell of a lot harder than Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson stunned the shit out of Khabib, and if he hadn't gotten that take takedown right after, he'd have probably lost that round. Connor's going to win that fight. I'm going to bet on Connor. I hope that I hope the betting odds are good so that I make some money on it. But I'm definitely going to put a couple hundred on on Connor to win that thing. I don't want to do a bunch of MMA talk, but that just I can't, I've come to that conclusion, and I and I'm I feel very confident about it now after after thinking about it a lot. I'll make I'll take that bet straight up against you, and if the fight doesn't happen, no bet. Of course, no bet if the fight doesn't happen. I really hope I think it does. that's the most likely outcome because yeah, I'm there's a, a lot of oh, there's so many there's a lot of fights scheduled that. Like I, every every week, I hear about another great fight that's scheduled for this year. You know, but whether it's Amanda Nunez and Cyborg, that's firmed up for December 29th or something like that, or it's uh, Poirier and uh, and and Nate. Uh, there's a lot of big fights that are supposed to happen. It's going to be a good uh, you know rest of the year in mixed martial arts. I'm I excited. wish the Connor card was better. Normally, Connor fights Tony on... Tony Ferguson's like right under it, and then and Against then on the bottom of the card, who again? Tony's fighting. Um, Fuck. I can't think of it. Mm. But but I you know, I don't care. Any it, you know, I'm there to Normally see Normally when anybody. Connor fights, the co-main is also a championship fight. And the other 3 are all like Tony Ferguson quality fights. They, like they load up those cards. OSP might be on that card. I like him. And then uh the 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 female fight I think is a, is a good one. It was one I cared about. I don't know if it's Shevchenko. Shevchenko is definitely probably my favorite female fighter. I, I I think that she should have won the decision against uh, Nunez, and uh, I'm looking forward to her climbing back up the ranking so that she can get get a rematch at that. I, I really like her. She mm. hits so hard. It's fun to watch her train. We're watching. You're talking about Nunez right now. I'm talking about Shevchenko. Oh, oh yeah. I don't think I've seen her train. The so bullet. She looks like a man. Do you actually think most of these? big fights are going to happen it seems like no, they, they pump um, up like it seems like at least a third and this is coming from someone who doesn't follow ufc very much yeah. but it seems like at least a third of these drop yeah i would say that's that's maybe more maybe maybe 75 percent of them happen uh and 25 percent don't someone's you know people are going to get injured people are going to uh miss weight uh or, or people are just going to not fight like nate may, may just be like fuck it and like not show up nate nate's a piece of shit sometimes and uh he's already threatened not to not to do his thing i thought he was one of the ones that like really wanted popularity back like he hasn't been as big in the he's been waiting weeks. on connor uh he, he wants to fight connor again because you know he's 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 fought him twice and when he fights connor he makes several million dollars and why would he I, uh, not want to why would he back out then or be likely to like if he's got that um, goal on the horizon of like, all right, I got to make it back to Connor again, get my well at egg. his press conference, uh, you know about his uh, that it was for his next upcoming fight. They roll the Connor versus Habib like promo tape, and he stormed off the stage and then talked a bunch of shit to TMZ once he was outside the arena. Uh, he's he's real butt hurt that he's not fighting uh, Connor, and 
And it seems seemingly he's been waiting on that for a while. Although, like I said a couple of weeks ago, it seems like there was actually a lawsuit between him and his management team over uh, him firing them just before he got the uh, the everything firmed up on the last Connor fight. But you know, whatever. Uh, the 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 Connor fight is is definitely the. I think it's gonna be the biggest uh, pay per view of all time for mixed martial arts. And uh, and I really, I hope Connor wins, of course. But I think he's gonna win too. So so definitely, definitely excited. Big, really excited. I wish it were closer to me so I could see it. I'm not going to fucking Vegas. I, I would love I, not, some You guys East even Coast said stuff. that it wasn't that great, right? It's that's not that true. great, and that's why I wouldn't travel for it. If there were one in Atlanta here, I'd go for that. But there isn't. I was looking at the schedule, and like the upcoming fights, it's like Toronto, uh, Denver, um, Russia. There's a there's one in Russia uh, and, uh, and and Vegas. And, and, you know, I, I'm not going to any of those places, certainly not going to Russia. See, but even then, I, you guys and other people I know who have gone to these kinds of events, like, will say, oh, it was a neat energy. But honestly, I can see the fight better and understand more what's going on if I just stay home. The, the thing well, about if, football and hockey, I'm sorry to cut you off, is you're kind of watching the position of the players on the ice a lot. You know, with mm-hmm. with fighting, you're kind of watching, like, the position of their hands, you know, how high their chin is. And you can't see it. And also it's through a fence. You know, the, you're not super yeah, that elevated that you can see me. in. You're actually looking through a fence and it's thick. It has a, it's a cage. You've seen it, but it's wrapped in rubber, which makes every wire thicker. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I wish I, I didn't know that. It was so much more <laughs> hardcore when I thought that it was just regular wire. Yeah. Like galvanized <laughs> scratching them up and yeah. stuff. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, if they brought one to it, I wish they bring like a, a fight night fight to Atlanta so that I could get like the very, very front row seats down on the, on the ground, like right next to the cage. And they'd still be reasonable. Like, I don't know, two or two or $300 or something like that. I bet those seats for the Connor fighter, what, five, 10 grand a pop or something like that. Something nutty. And, uh, I'm not going to pay something retarded, but if it was like, you know, two or $300 and you get the best of the best seats for like a Friday night, uh, like one of the the FS1 fights or whatever, I definitely do that. But no, nothing scheduled for Atlanta anytime soon. And it was soon. close, you know. Like going to Boston's a pretty special event for me. Like, <sighs> right? But if it was in Raleigh, I'd absolutely be there. You know, or even like, I don't know, somewhat closer, within three hours, yeah. Charlotte. But they don't do it much here. Boston might as well have been Mars by the time we got there. <laughs> I, you know what? For me, it went by like that. Oh fuck you! <laughs> oh fuck you! <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh. Why, Kyle? What happened? What do you think? Oh. <laughs> you, we don't retell stories on this way? podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no retelling stories. That would be inappropriate here. <laughs> oh, it's not, yeah, I just drove forty hours by myself. <laughs> Had you just How many gone times, on that long Kyle, drive? Did you look over with just like? <laughs> 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 I'm I 80, 90, something like I'm that. I'm sure Kyle was working just as like for me, that was at a time when I still did daily uploads. So I was up for like almost twenty-four hours straight prior to that trip, making like six days worth of videos and getting them all uploaded and stuff like that. Like I I hadn't slept for a while before that drive, but um But then you got a ton of sleep on the way up there, and then uh, you know, you slept late into the day. Uh, that night, and then on the way back, uh, 
I, I drove 22 hours. This is an effective counterpoint. <laughs> I, I do see your side of it here. <laughs> you ever go for a 22-hour drive? It wasn't 22 <laughs> hours, though. It might have been 12. It was insane. Yeah, it was, yeah, it it was, was really it was, long. There was a. It was something. How long was it? I it don't know. GPS we started driving. Problem. We started driving in the morning, and it was the next morning. But by, by the time I stopped, I, I believe that. Yeah, it was still night when you dropped me off in Raleigh or Apex yeah. at the time. Yeah. yeah, and it you know the sun was long up by the time I was just like can't stay on the road anymore, <laughs> can't uh, make it. My truck makes that kind of drive much nicer. Like it, it's, it's really something to have it sort of help you out the whole way, and massaging seats keep you a little more alert. Like that works, so that yeah, I'm happy with it. I had to see a chiropractor after that one. I believe you. <laughs> I saw a chiropractor for the first time ever last week. Um, oh, what'd you think? I didn't actually see a chiropractor, which I, it validates the start of the story. Fire. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Aviator PPG, which is a, a paramotor school. Eric Farewell runs it. And uh, I go down there sometimes to learn extra skills. And um, when they had an ex-student like sort of hanging out at the hangar. And he was a chiropractor. And he just started adjusting people. So I don't know. I just sat down where all the other people were sitting down with like a shit-eating grin on my face. Like maybe he'll do it. And he did. He did my neck, which I've never done before. Like he, he just sort of touched it. He's like, this is the spot. And it, it was. And I swear, I, I, I'm like analyzing myself. Like are you just easily influenced? You know, was he able to tell you that's where the tight spot? No. He was able to feel it. I swear that's true. And then he just kind of like bent my neck and pulled it up. And it made like four cracks as he like and then he had yeah. me do the other side and afterwards i felt like i could turn my head further and mm -hmm. and again i'm i'm like am i just susceptible to like a power of persuasion or is there actually a difference my head felt lighter it was cool i liked it yeah i'm a big fan of the chiropractor i go about once a month and it's excellent i love it the guy i go to you know, there's there's different levels of chiropractors. I, I feel like mine's good because he has an X-ray machine, and because he can like show me improvements and stuff like that. That to me is a it it it's it's a bit of proof in the pudding. And he does a really really fucking good job. I feel like like he's never hurt me or anything. And I and you know he'll be like, what where does it hurt? Where does is there anything you're concerned with? And like by the time I come out of there, I, I'm I'm a I'm walking straighter, like my posture's better, and like like you know my neck doesn't hurt. My neck will get stiff sometimes from whatever, and fucking I love I, I really like the cracking. I I'm addicted to that. I enjoy like it a lot. Hearing it, yeah, and feeling it. You know, I I crack my knuckles all the time, and I watch those videos on YouTube of people getting cracked, getting adjusted, <laughs> and I can watch a 20 minute video of like people getting. Rock, like cracked apart. Especially and if I'm they're hot like, chicks. I, right? I, I, that doesn't appeal to me. Oh, like, like really? there's so many guys no. are such fucking losers, man. Like, like, I, they're, <laughs> they're, like, like, you should look at these these chiropractor videos and like the ones that blow up and literally have like a million, two million views. The thumbnail is like yoga pant butt oh, flat on a table, and the guy's like putting like a hand on her ass and like like pulling her shoulder to the left or something. And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't care if it's a big, fat, sweaty guy. I want to hear some popping and You're cracking. Here for the pop. I'm here for well, two things. You probably want a big, fat guy so it resonates. <laughs> mm, yeah. I like the hot girls. I guess I'm, I'm in the loser category that Kyle is guilty. Um, the other thing I like, there's one guy. He might be Australian because he has an accent. But he seems to treat people who are 
injured pain. or like yeah, they're having a problem. They can't stand up correctly. And he, he does them. And then all of a sudden they're like 20% better right there. And, you know, two treatments later, they're cured. And I don't know if they would have been cured anyway. I'm a very big chiropractic skeptic, right? I, I put them on the same level as like a masseuse. Do they help people heal? Yeah, absolutely. Therapeutic massage is a real thing. No doubt about it. But they're not surgeons or anything. Joe Rogan has a story. He had um, uh, an inflamed thing in his spine. I forget the term for it. But uh, he went to a chiropractor for ages. And, uh, you know, he just wasn't getting better. You know, he felt better maybe right off the table. But over time, it wasn't better. And then he went to a, an actual doctor. And they're like, look, right here. Do you see this thing? See this? That, that's a slip joint. That's inflamed. You know, we got to pop it or something. And, and they popped it or fused it or whatever it is they did and he was just better he's like for 10 years i went to this chiropractor and they kept telling me there was nothing wrong with me that didn't need a little adjustment or a little massage and then he goes to a regular doctor and they fix it right away so yeah anyway chiropractors to me are like masseuses they do great things they're just you know you got to double check their work yeah it's it's definitely uh not not quite medicine (laughs) you know it's uh it's definitely not quite medicine yet I, uh, I watch a guy sometimes on YouTube who not only adjusts people, he adjusts animals. They will bring... Pe- do they yell? That's being good because like, they can, you can't know if it worked or not. Um, <laughs> he adjusts cats, dogs. I saw him adjust a pony. And, you, and, and he's popping these animals. And they're like... Krrr! And the animals just, you know, seemingly... It's really funny because I just started a business recently where I read... Cats futures. Ah, <laughs> a paw reader. Okay. Ah. <laughs> I speak to them in cat. Oh yes. I can't have the owner knowing I'm making things up for hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's kind of the same. Oh man, what a gig! Being a, a chiropractor for animals. Just have like some bubble wrap that you stand near. Be like, <laughs> yeah, as, as you're doing it, you know, with the other person in the waiting room. Fantastic business idea. Put this next to uh, tit milk. Got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's fucking great to watch a, an old man adjust a pony. <laughs> you, know, you brought up yeah, tit milk. Watching the pony adjust the old man. Hey. Am I alone in that these this boob reveal trend is stupid? What do you mean? I, I all right. So I'm on Reddit too much and. I just, Kyle and I have mentioned, if it says not safe for work, it's a must click, right? I click maybe one in every 10 articles, but if it says not safe for work, I'm like a 90% clicker. And a lot of them are these just boob reveals where they pull their shirt up really slowly. That's a titty drop. A titty drop. Thank you. That's what I'm going for. A titty drop. And then, you know, at the very (laughs) end, they've kind of pulled their boobs. So they're up and they flop down. And I guess I'm in the minority because these are very popular. These titty drop videos or titty flop videos, they're just always going crazy. And they're not videos, they're gifts. And it, it's, tell me, am I alone? This is yeah. stupid. All by yourself, man on an island, all alone. I like the titty drop. Uh, I, I do it, as well. It, it sort of uh, reminds – I also like bigger than you thought. I feel like these are, these are sister – uh, bigger than you thought I find fascinating for for science because because they mix together sometimes because like you get mm, the titty mm -hmm. drop and they're bigger than you thought that can happen yeah yeah another one I don't like in the same category is girls who like pull pants up over their butt 
and act like it's impossibly hard and it takes 60 seconds worth of dancing and jiggling to uh, get their pants on. I like that. I don't I, mind the, the If act. it's actually hard to get those pants on over that fat ass, you have my attention. But if they're pretending that these obviously stretchy pants won't stretch over their butt, get the fuck out of here. See, I'm I, always more likely to click the not safe for work ones that say like insane stuff mm. like Indian man on train grabs exposed power wine line or, uh, you know, horrible <laughs> car like curry. crash, uh, animal attack, like that kind of stuff where, you know, it's going to be real, like pretty gruesome. Those are the ones that I click on probably 95% of the time. I like the ones. I'm always pleasantly surprised when it's something that's actually not safe for work, like a forklift using a ladder on a forklift and i'm oh, like OSHA. osha violation type stuff i know i'm familiar with the osha subreddit but yeah when, when it's that sort of thing like some guy with one foot on a ladder and one foot foot on a shaky handrail like ah that's not safe for work i get it speaking mm-hmm. of not safe for work <laughs> uh i was watching a madden tournament and then interrupted into gunfire. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, one of the competitors at a Madden tournament tournament down in Jacksonville, Florida, which I believe was held at like a pizza place. Like mm. this wasn't like one of those big like sold out arenas. This wasn't Dota or fucking PUBG or, or Counter Strike and like, like or anything like that. This is like thirty guys in a pizza parlor, I think. Yeah, it one was of not the guys lose to do. This kid loses, leaves, comes back with his fucking handgun two guns and shoots the guy who's like playing on stream you can see you can see the laser pointer appear on his chest did he kill that mm-hmm. guy did that guy live i don't know i don't know who he no, killed I don't, two I don't know. people yeah i thought he killed four they said four too, originally but, yeah. including the shooter but it yeah, appears yeah, yeah. now that it's two plus shooter okay, okay so three total like 11 yeah you can or something you like can that. see that little like they slow it down in the gift version where you can see the dancing laser like yeah. riot as the game is going. So I assume that guy who had the laser on him probably died. But even like crazier is like this dude, I think, was from Maryland and mm-hmm. the guns were bought in Maryland. So this dude brought them with him from Maryland down to Jacksonville. Like, did he anticipate? Like, was he thinking the whole time? Like, if I lose this Madden tournament, I'm walking out to my car, I'm getting my gun, and I'm going in and killing whoever, you know, beat yeah. me or whoever's winning the tournament. Like, that makes me think that, like, this was his contingency <laughs> plan. Suck it, Madden, but I'm great at Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, it rolls like, in there. It, that was fucked. Look, look yeah. I, we, are, we know all terrible. about gamer rage here. Like, like, like I, I was going to say Wings Redemption would never do this, but... I don't know. Maybe if maybe, I mean, Wings we had never. that. We've had some. Pri- Remember after Syndicate beat him, like the conversations that that it was homicidal right after, conversation. There were some homicidal conversations where he's ready to 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 push a button on old uh, on on old Tom. But <laughs> so 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 maybe that's what happened. You know, like 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 maybe this was. Oh, how great would it be if this if the if the shooter were like a a, a Madden YouTuber? And we could like go back and like watch him play some Madden and see his rages, like like like, like it, that would make it so much better. He that had would a, make it... a mental health history. He was on no some shit. Anti- <laughs> <laughs> but he, he he was on he was on two medications. I read, and he had seen a psychologist for help before. But I guess I, I, I believe he was on some kind of SSRI, and nothing is as similar between all, the most recent like two dozen plus of these shooters than having been on SSRIs. 
What are some like examples the, of SSRIs? So an, uh, a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor would be something like Prozac. Like uh, those antidepressants, anti-anxiety drugs, and they're and it's something people don't talk about that much, probably because of how much influence the pharmaceutical industry has. But like, so many of these people are on SSRIs. Yeah. Like it's it's not like a huh maybe fifty percent. So it's is, not even seventy five percent. It's like ninety plus. Wings is on them too. So be careful what you say about. But wings. It, I, I just to present a counterpoint, people that have mental health problems are on SSRIs. Right, so it's hard to say whether the, S, the chicken and an egg thing here, right? Mm-hmm. You know, do SSRIs make people shooters, as I think you might be implying, or are shooters the kind of I people think, that uh, need SSRIs? That, that's definitely a good point. Yeah, I've, I've thought mm-hmm. about that too. Like, I think that it's a combination, but also, like, it's it's not like they're on antipsychotics, or they're on, you know, they're they're a lot of them. They're not even like diagnosed bipolar. Some of them are, but. I think that it's like a real thing that in a select group of people, these drugs, and like you can look up studies and know how maladaptive these drugs are to, to certain groups of people. Like it, they're mm. really, they, they fuck with you. Because a related so like, thing is a lot of times people on antidepressants are committing suicide. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, right. But people who are depressed are the ones that commit suicide anyway. You, you don't necessarily say the antidepressant caused it. That's true, but in some people, and this is known, like it can induce feelings of suicidality. Like people, they'll say, like that's why uh, if you get on SSRIs, they'll tell you, uh, you know, oh, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling anxious. Well, do you have any feelings of suicide? No, 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 I don't want to self-harm at all. All right, we'll take these pills. Mm-hmm. It'll help with your anxiety. If you get any suicidal ideation or self-harm thoughts, uh, let us know immediately. Yeah, I mean, they test they those things against this placebo. Can trigger in some people. You know, they, they test those things against placebo, and it's not, and and the study group is people with depression. And still, the people who are on those drugs have a much higher rate of, of self-harming thoughts and, and, and uh, uh, suicidal tendencies and such. This is they, they definitely Genetic do. testing is magic. Like, are you familiar with genetic Pretty testing? Neat. Yeah. yeah. They, oh, okay. Um, I actually had a friend who did a lot of the groundbreaking stuff in this. I was in woodworking a long time ago, and, and that's what he did in his day job. He would determine how people reacted to different medicine. So they would mm-hmm. you know, just get some of your blood and say... Adderall will do this to you. Prozac will do that to you. And that's so much nicer than saying, you know, 85% of people that take Prozac have a good experience. You, you feeling lucky? You feeling lucky? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's roll the dice. Yeah, like, you know, and, and like that's how they did it before genetic testing. Now with genetic testing, they can say, you know what? Taylor, you're a Motrin guy. Kyle, you're an Aleve guy. That's what you should be taking when you get headaches. And uh, Aleve is a headache thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. I... I was this close to branding one of you a Midol guy, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, not Midol. That's that's the that's the period one. Oh, it's Kyle's time of the month. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Maybe Midol's the right fit for one of us. And uh, yes, that's what genetic testing does. Quebelcop said he got like inexpensive genetic testing. Just check the right boxes, and he finds mm-hmm. out that he's whatever of Nordic heritage, and he likes ibuprofen mm-hmm. or something. I'd want to get a real one. Not mm. these twenty-three and me ones, because there there have been like so many cases of people like sending it in multiple times and just getting totally ass backwards examples. Yeah. And then there's also examples of uh, uh, the people who work there admitting <laughs> to putting certain uh, uh, like genetic stuff in people's tests, despite the fact that they you know aren't actually that. Like I would want to go to like a real deal geneticist to have it done. Yeah. And also just because twenty-three and me is, is selling your genetic material. Yeah, yeah, you'd want to like give something to throw them off the case to be like, my name is Igor Grigogovsky. 
<laughs> like, and then if they tell you like, oh, well, you're mostly, for the, you know, the Flyers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably one of our goalies. Yeah. E- Igor Grigolkowski. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really? Because according to this, you're black. <laughs> no, I, I, the, um, oh, I lost my goddamn train of thought. Genetic um, testing, medicine, testing. efficacy. Uh, yeah. You don't want to give me. If yeah. you do it, just give them a fake name or whatever. Otherwise, your poor uncle who may have raped eight or nine college students in the 80s is going to go down for life or something like that. I, I don't like that when I hear about that. Like, like, like I, I get they're solving cold cases or whatever, but I, I, it just feels wrong. It just it feels, feels right wrong. to me. I like it. Yeah, a little it feels, justice. feels wrong. Yeah, but like if they're using 23andMe data and that's known to be wrong in a lot of cases. <laughs> Like, well, that's not good. Let's hope they test again. You know. Yeah. Right. Um, like, yeah, I was like, like a real deal. We're at an hour, but I had a thing. Oh, the Pope. Have you guys been following this story at all? Ah, the Pope. So yeah, here's a, really my understanding thus far. So in Pittsburgh, right, where the penguins and pedophiles reside, there was all this like, uh, not coincidentally, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> um, Those are concentric circles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there was a big scandal where, you know, priests and cardinals and whatnot have been doing terrible things to kids, pedophile style. Okay, well, now they want the Pope out of there. But the deal is this. It's not actually this Pope's fault. No one has linked him to any knowledge of any of this stuff. What it is, is the current Pope is a little more progressive than the Catholic Church typically is, right? He's not throwing people out for using contraception. He even says, like, well, we don't have to be pro-gay, but how about if they're gay and they're Christian, they're still welcome in the church, you know? they can still... He's like the hate the sin, not the sinner kind of guy. Mm. So there are forces in the church trying to get him out under the guise that this pedophile thing is what they care about. But what they actually want to do is put in a more hardline pope that will take us back in the day. Yeah, fuck those fucking pieces Probably. of shit. The Catholic Church is such an evil organization. They spend billions of dollars hiding this stuff, millions of dollars hiding this stuff, but for avoiding legislation that would make uh, you know make it tougher on those, on those pedophile priests. They shuffle those pedophile priests around uh, from one country to another to, to, to yeah, get like them away from the accusers. Yeah, it's, it's fucking insane. They, it's criminal organization. It's a fucking criminal organization. This happens at the top rungs of every organized religion. Of every organized source every of power. Every organized religion, yeah. yeah whether you're like, and you, That's why I think like, really Hollywood. high people in other religions or in Hollywood love the Catholic scandal stuff because it like detracts from all of them because then they could skirt by still doing their shit. Like like people who want to prey on children seek out positions where they have exclusive access to children. That will always be the case. It's always been the case. Like in like pediatricians. Well, that's uh, uh, that, how about how about, about uh, how about fucking Laird? dedicated? <laughs> yeah, right. You gotta be you're, a. One of the- you're like seven years in <laughs> these days. Per- perfect example, Larry Nazar, that guy who was with the, the, uh, the gymnasts. gymnasts. Yeah, yeah, he was like their team doctor. Mm. Like technically a pediatrician because <laughs> they're all under the, the age be- of 18, and huh? he, hundreds of them came forward. Just he was the me. best at it. Mm. He was the best at, at, at picking a job that, that for, a, for a pedophile. No one. Like, like not only is he getting to feel up underage girls for a living, mm. these are top tier underage girls i only barely know the details of that case they were not 
Fit. He wasn't technically a pedophile, right? Because he was going after like 16 to 20. No. They, no. no uh, these, okay. A lot of these girls are like 12 yeah. to 15-ish. Because uh, like, most okay. of them hit like their peak of gymnast stuff, like early teens, right? Because yeah, that's like, when your flexibility's max. Yeah. Like there's a little bit. I don't girls. even know if that... I'm a little confused. What's a pedo... Because I, I know a pet If they were eight, right? And these undeveloped girls, that's pedophile. If they're 14-year-old Olympic athletes, that's illegal and immoral. Is it pedophile? See, it depends like what they like look like. Different... It depends what's driving him. It, it, Which is it, why I said it really doesn't a, a matter. Olympic it's athlete. that they're underage girls. Yeah, That's yeah. probably the best way to go about talking about it. He seems like a pedophile because he's going after these very – I think the victims range from 12 to like 16. And, and then the thing is he would start molesting a girl when she was like 11 or 12. And then it would go on for four or five years, like as long as she's on the Olympic team, you know, like like I, they're going to a whole new Olympics and he's still like feeling these girls up. Is this mm-hmm. also related Thanks. to the Ohio, Ohio State wrestling thing that's been in the news? I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I haven't heard that at all. Oh, OK. Yeah. They, um, I guess there's the doctor that treated Ohio State wrestlers was a pedophile and it got attention because there's a Republican senator, House of Rep dude. It might be Trey Gotti, but I'm a little don't don't take that to the bank. And uh, everyone says he knew that he knew, and and you know guys are like, I absolutely positively know he knew. We had a conversation about it, he and I, and like they came at him from like eight different people. And one of the guys, a big MMA dude, I forget his, I forget who mm. it was, but um, yeah, he's been accused from like seven different angles of sort of looking the other way. Yeah, I haven't heard about that story one bit. Yeah, I, I'm glad I don't have kids. Like, like you just be like it. Just it just, I would feel like there's predators everywhere, especially if you got a good looking kid. Like, I think you want an ugly kid, right? Like, like, like if your kid's like super ugly, you're like, go ahead, join the team. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, Dad, the coach, he, uh, I felt a little uncomfortable I, when he when he was massaging me the other day. Trust me, honey. <laughs> he was trying to help. There was <laughs> nothing sexual in that massage. I. I mean, I could barely look at you myself. <laughs> I noticed that my massage was 45 seconds while Stephanie's was half an hour alone in the back room. It's like, yeah. see, that's that's why I feed you poorly until you're old enough to fend for yourself. It's because you look like Keep a you ghoul. <laughs> do you look like a ghoul? Dad, why do I have to apply bacon grease to my face every night before bed? <laughs> so the guy's name keeping was, you safe. <laughs> the guy's name was Jim Jordan. That, that He's a Republican uh, like federal guy, Jim Jordan. Yeah, sounds familiar. I don't you know probably recognize his face if you saw him. And uh, you know, guys are like, "Yeah, I had a conversation about him," and he said, "You know, I'd fucking kill that guy if he ever tried that with me." Like that. Mm. That implies that he knew about it and looked the other way. Yeah, was he going after guys? I suppose the wrestling team. It makes sense. I guess. Yeah, so. I, I mean. I don't, do they have a ladies wrestling team there? I, I don't even know. I'm pretty ignorant. Mm-hmm. As, the as the way as they goes. made it sound is that like this was a poorly kept secret that everybody knew about. And yeah, yeah. But it's forever ago, and I guess it's just he said, she said. So. Fuck. You you would think that those people would be driven out of society sooner rather than later. God, this so. is the worst. But there will always be more. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that there are just either it's one or two things. Either it's like we said on the show the other week, and we often say that they're just born that way, or maybe it's just really that good. Have we considered that? You are making a lot of sense. out on something, because I don't know about you guys, never molested a child, but... (laughs) I don't know about you guys. (laughs) Haven't tried it it myself, you know? But there are a lot of people who have, 
despite the fact that it's very risky. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, now, you storm the beach. I'm going to be waiting back at the, in the amphibious landing vehicle, waiting for, for updates. You know? For so many men to risk their lives, their livelihood, their family, uh, you know, their, their humiliation, self-respect. That would be pretty good, right? I don't know, because well, I didn't get laid. I did kiss 12-year-olds when I was 12. Yeah. And I remember them being lousy. Mm. See, I think they're just pedophiles and that <laughs> they just don't want adults. You get out of here with that, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Interesting theory. I don't know about that, but Kyle's theory, pretty compelling. I don't, yeah. yeah. There's, I, sure, there's no evidence, but. Sure. Like, like, oh, right. Most people who try things for the first time are really good at it, right? No. Me, no. <laughs> I, I don't think we're looking for skill on there. Uh, uh, in, in I the am. Shot. I'm looking for a little skill. Jesus Christ. No, it's a, no. It's 12 a year old still has a fully developed gag reflex. Get that shit out of here. Am I alone here? Well, I'm not. It, it, <laughs> Kyle, I, I do agree with you that you're not necessarily born that way because there is a verifiable, like proven connection between the likelihood of someone who is molested as a child, you know, more likely to become a pedophile. Like yes. many, many, many pedophiles were molested as children. It's almost like that's how pedophiles are, are reproducing. Is so pedophilia is a sexually transmitted just disease. Spring out of the ground, <laughs> which is of course ridiculous. <laughs> Some say there are no pedophile women. <laughs> I just got the Lord of the Rings yeah. female dwarf reference. I was a little, little step behind on that one. <laughs> uh, you guys want to call it a show? Yeah. All right. PKN two ten. Uh, if you're a pedophile, let us know how that's going for you. Yep. <laughs>